Cook County, it is time to say so long to a legend in the field of parks and rec. And yes, he has earned that title from the American Academy for Park and Recreation Administration. Arnold Randall, longtime leader at the Forest Preserve District of Cook County, is retiring next week. And ahead of his last day, we're sitting down with him to reflect on his legacy and the mission of the district. Now, during his 13-year tenure, Randall introduced reintroduced camping to the forest preserves, oversaw one of the largest trail expansions in the last 50 years, and set plans to restore to our area thousands of acres of native prairie wetlands and woodlands. Plus, changes he made internally at the district balanced the budget, engaged visitors and collaborators, and made equity and inclusion part of the district's mission. So here with me in studio to talk through all of those accomplishments and more is the man himself, General Superintendent at the Forest Preserve District of Cook County, Arnold Randall. Welcome to Reset. Good morning, and thanks for having me. Congratulations on your retirement. How are you feeling? Well, I'm not retiring. I'm just moving on to the next chapter. I'm actually moving on into the philanthropic world with the Gaylord and Dorothy Downley Foundation. Yeah. But I uh, I am feeling a little bit emotional about leaving the Forest Preserves. It's after kind of the end years. of an era. It's It's been a great run for us, and uh, we've accomplished a lot of things together and great leadership and a great team and uh, a lot of people wanting us to be successful. Yeah. Your time in leadership has been described in, in headlines that I've been reading as transformational. It was WTTW and, and the Tribune said collaborative. Uh, you've held this title of, of general superintendent since 2010, so 13 years. What do you see, Arnold, as the, the biggest transformation at the preserves since you took office? You know, it was an organization. The Forest Preserves of Cook County is nearly 70,000 acres. It's a wonderful asset. It's an incredible asset. And I, I think probably not as well known historically as, as like Chicago Parks or the Lakefront. But we really worked hard to raise the profile in a positive way and connect a lot more people to nature. Um, during the pandemic in particular, people came out in droves. And really, um, we spent a lot of time and effort before that, not knowing that we're going into a pandemic, but really... Uh, improving the ecological health of the forest preserves. So we do a lot of restoration work to to make the, the, the ecosystems healthier, but also a lot more programming. So we created a program department. Um, we've uh, had really, literally thousands of programs, big and small, throughout the year that, to, to help uh, get people in the forest preserves enjoy nature. So it was a collaborative effort. A lot of, a lot of collaboration. Uh, we, we work with a lot of partners, friends of the forest preserves, open lands, <laughs> the Nature Conservancy, too many to name. Uh, to really do a lot of programming together. But we also have reached out to local schools. Um, we do a lot of work with not just uh, CPS, but a lot of local suburban schools to really connect young people to, to the environment early because mm -hmm. uh, making that connection early is a big deal. Uh, we've worked really hard to create opportunities like camping that didn't exist in the yeah. forest preserves for about 50 years, actually. And so we built or rebuilt five new campgrounds throughout the system back in 2015, and we've had more than a quarter million people stay at those camps since then. So wow. it's been really exciting. Uh, back in 2014, as the district celebrated its centennial, you worked to pass a strategic plan for the next century. It calls for restoring native habitats, excuse me, <coughs> uh, acquiring new land and charting new ways to engage with communities. So how do you feel about that, that plan? And, and how it's been implemented so far. Yeah, so that's our guiding light. Um, you know, we have a mission <laughs> statement, the larger uh, the larger Forest Preserve mission statement is in its enabling act that talks about restoring land and connecting people to nature and educating the public. But the Next Century Conservation Plan, which we did as part of our centennial celebration, really was a blueprint. And we worked, again, with partners and a lot of different folks outside of the organization to really put together a plan that really is a blueprint for how we move forward. So. Restore, maintaining the land, restoring it to ecological health is a top priority in there. It means we want to get to about 30,000 acres of 
high quality, ecologically healthy lands within the forest preserves. We're at about 15 right now. So we're moving in that direction. A lot of work got done there. Uh, at the same time, connecting a larger, more diverse public to the forest preserves. Cook County is a very diverse place. A lot of different types of folks from different parts of the world live here. And we felt it's important that everybody feels welcome in nature. And uh, it's, a, it's a quality of life issue for people. And we worked really hard to connect more people with nature through programming, education, volunteer opportunities. We have a just a really robust volunteer program and, you know, uh, lifelong volunteers to, yeah. you know, people just come out with their corporations. So it's a good mixture of people. Under your leadership, the district's focused on um, offering programming and, and strengthening partnerships with advocates and other organizations as well as volunteers. Talk about what guides the engagement strategy of, of the forest preserves and, and if it's led to new visitors. Yes. Um, so I think, you know, the, the challenge with nature in urbanized areas like Chicago is not everybody uh, feels connected to nature. And, you know, and I, you know, a lot of us, our families are, are from other places. I tell the story about my father who's from Georgia that brought a lot of his southern stuff with him when he came to Chicago in the 50s. But generationally, we lose those things in urbanized areas. So it was really important for us to connect people to nature, re- make them realize that it is for them, even if they don't think so. And uh, we do that through programs. Um, you know, introductory programs, you know, if, if you want to go to a nature center, we'll take you on a trail hike. Mm-hmm. And then we do a lot of fun things again with camping and uh, night hikes and things like that to yeah. really to really connect people and get them to understand that being in nature is a good thing for all of us. It's a quality of life issue. You're much healthier when you, you take a walk on a trail as opposed to uh, uh, not taking a walk on a trail. So we've worked really hard to, to make the connections for people and why mm-hmm. it's important. What do you see uh, to that end yeah. uh, as the purpose of the forest preserves? Uh, so it's, it's, it's at least twofold, but probably a lot more. Um, the twofold is, you know, we've, we've, if you look at maps of the Chicago region historically, uh, it was all obviously pre-settlement by, by, by Europeans. They're obviously native, native people lived here for 12,000 years. So there's always been people here, you know, in, in our, in our long history. Um, but as we started to build these, these great cities, this great city of Chicago, we lost a lot of our open space and a lot of our green space. And we didn't realize at the time, or maybe we did, but that, what the impacts of, of not having that open space and those trees and plants and flowers. And so what you have left is about 11% of the footprint of Cook County are forest preserves. And mm-hmm. then you have these park systems as well. But the forest preserves is the largest landowner uh, outside the state of Illinois, yeah. in, you know, here in the state. And so it's really important to protect these. It's, you know, our air quality is better. Storm, it helps address stormwater because you have all these built environments. So that stormwater has got to go somewhere. Uh, a lot of that water goes into the forest preserves as well. Uh, and we're protecting a lot of ants and uh, plants and animals that live in the forest preserves. There's a lot of things that exist in the forest preserves. If there were no forest preserves, they wouldn't exist, or they, at least they wouldn't exist here. So it's really important to have this habitat for birds and, and other wildlife, and, and it's very interesting what you see. So there's no predators out there that you need to be scared of, but there are a lot of animals that live there that, that really depend on us to make sure you have a healthy ecosystem. Well, all that you just described, uh, Arnold, do, do you think that's part of the legacy you're leaving behind? Yeah, so I think there's a large, larger legacy of the forest preserves. It's been around for 109 years, right? And so we, we are, we've been the stewards uh, for the last uh, 13 and uh, we wanted to make sure our legacy really is to make sure that we're being true to the mission, that we've really implemented a lot of the things that needed to be implemented and make sure that people recognize the forest preserves for what they are, that they're this incredible asset that we need to protect, uh, that we should participate in. It's a great place to be and, you know, go camping or take a walk mm-hmm. or go cross country skiing or sledding, you know, based on the weather today. 
um, and fishing. All those things happen in the forest, canoeing, kayaking. There's all these fun things you can do. But it, the legacy for all of us is to to protect these spaces. My job has to you know been a, a lead person in doing that, mm-hmm. and I'm very proud of that work that I've done with my team and with our partners. And President Preckwinkle, Tony Preckwinkle, who's the Forest Reserve Board President, has shared that leadership with me, and we've been very fortunate to get a lot done. And, you know, as you, you mentioned, you oversaw the biggest expansion to the trail system at the Forest Reserves in more than 50 years. I'm curious, though, do you have a, a favorite trail or yeah. a favorite spot? So that's like picking your favorite kid, uh, which is always hard. I, I do. Um, so I've Give been, us a couple things. So I, I love the Palos area. So if you go out, if you if you jump, describe them for us. Yeah. So the Palos area is if you go out into Palos Park, um, you know, that area, we have about 15,000 acres of contiguous space all connected. So it's just really huge tract of land. And uh, they're rolling hills. You don't think we have hills here in, in Cook County, but we do. Uh, rolling hills and ravines and waterways and, and lakes and all these really interesting places to hike. And you can really get lost in a positive way out there. You can just walk the trails and not run into into roads and that sort of thing uh, for, for some time. So that's really nice. If you go up north, it just depends what you're looking for. If you go up north to like Bussy Woods, that's one of our most popular forest preserves where mm-hmm. the, there's a great biking trail there. People are, are constantly using those trails for walking and biking, uh, picnic groves, uh, Dan Ryan Woods, for example, on the southwest side in the Beverly community uh, is extremely popular for family reunions and picnics. So it just depends on the type of activity that you're interested in. Uh, we, we have a little bit of all of it. And so I, all those areas. And so the one of the great things about this job is I've been able to sort of go out and see these incredible places all yeah. around the county and experience them. And, uh, you know, we're nobody's more than 20 minutes away from a forest preserve. So and the thing is, too, if, if like hiking isn't your thing, there yeah. are a variety of other recreational activities that, that folks can take part in in the forest preserves. You've, you've named a few already. I know that some new additions during your leadership have been the zip lining. Yes. Wall climbing, something I only learned about since moving to Illinois three years ago. Disc golf. Disc golf is a thing. Yeah. Disc golf yeah. is a thing. A thing. Uh, we've talked about it here on the show. Yeah. Uh, nature play areas for the kids. Yep. Um, exercise stairs. Exercise stairs are extremely popular. So we've got a couple places where those are, uh, they used to be sledding hills okay. or t- uh, toboggan uh, slides. And so we don't do toboggans anymore, but we do sledding hills. But the we have these stairs that people use for exercise and they're just up and down. And they're, I, I guarantee you, they're out there today, even on a day like today. People <laughs> love the stairs out at Swallow Cliff and in Dan Ryan and, and uh, the very popular spaces. Yeah. Uh, there was a push last summer by uh, the Chicago mayor, Brandon Johnson, to uh, improve employment opportunities for young people. Uh, we saw him talk about that a lot, especially uh, when it came to reducing crime. Yes. That was the idea, was to keep them busy uh, doing things, right? And, and so that uh, they wouldn't be uh, taking part in criminal activity. Now, in your tenure, you have grown county programs that um, they provide uh, these paid hands-on experiences for young people. Um, and job opportunities, around two-thirds of those participating are high school kids. Yes. Was that intentional? Absolutely. So it's called, we call it our Conservation Corps, and it's, it's, a, uh, it's a number of different programs uh, with partners. So we partner with Friends of the Forest Preserve, Student Conservation Association, uh, Trust for Public Land, others over the years uh, we partner with, and uh, Green Corps Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these are paid opportunities to work during the summer, but also – uh, an opportunity for people to learn about the conservation conservation mission of the Forest Preserve. So they're out there working alongside our staff, learning how to do conservation work, removing invasive plant species, great, uh, in interacting with uh, learning to plant identification. And so, for a lot of the young people, this is their first job. And so they're also learning the basic, you know, soft skills of working. You know, showing up on time, working in a team, being 
being dressed appropriately so for work, all those things that are really important. Yeah, I'm a mom of teens, so yeah, I'm, I'm, you're, you're singing too. to my right. uh, my heart here. So those this and we've been able to uh, to hire a lot of young people through that program, and at a minimum, they're getting a new uh, respect and, and uh, a love of nature and, and understanding what nature is and something not to be fearful of, but something to embrace and yeah. bring your family to. But a number of those folks have come through that program, have gone on to conservation careers, and some of them actually work for us now. So we've been doing it long oh, enough wonderful. for some of them to be working for us now. So it's a great first job opportunity, certainly better than my first job opportunity, you know, being a cashier or something like that, which nothing against that, but this is, I think, more engaging in a lot of yeah, ways. Yeah, well, for sure. Yeah. And we talked a bit about outreach, Arnold. Uh, you also oversaw a revamp of the district's website, and um, you led changes to the way that visitors are treated. Yes. So um, I think you've referred to it as a like a customer service oriented mindset. Right. So it should be easy to access what we do. And, you know, I, you know, so in 2010, you know, we've all come a long way from 2010 with respect to our technology. Mm-hmm. Um, what well, we how have, did you feel that visitors were being treated before? Um, so I think we weren't doing a good job of being really inviting. I think people sort of found us and, you know, if they found us great, if, if they didn't, then, you know, it seems like the tone prior to this administration was that was fine too. And that's not fine for us. President Prekwink and I and, and other leaders recognize that we needed to actively proactively reach out into communities to connect people. And so we've been going into communities. We work with groups, organizations within the city of Chicago itself that have, have uh, constituents and we, you know, we will sometimes get them bussed out. You know, we don't want transportation to be an issue. So we'll provide uh, resources for busing to bring people out into nature. And we do programming. We have curriculum that with schools that we share with at schools. So the teachers can do work at the schools and then bring mm-hmm. their student group out as part of their programming to, to engage in nature firsthand. So we recognize you have to reach into communities and go out to where people are to get them to come out. We've also done things uh, to focus on cultural heritage and histories. There's a lot of culture that exists here in Cook County uh, with, with Native Americans, with African Americans. Uh, the underground There's parts of the Underground Railroad that run through parts of the Forest Preserves. So yeah. we work with groups that help tell that story. We work with the Native American Center of Chicago, American Indian Center of Chicago, and we've done powwows with them over the years. So it's, uh, reaching with people where they might be. Culture is a big part of getting people in as well. Yeah. Well, the Chicago Sun-Times editorial board called for a national search to uh, to replace you. I mean, any thoughts from you on, on your replacement or advice maybe to pass sure. along? Well, it's a great job. Uh, so I'll say that. And it's um, and it's in a good place. The Force Reserves are in a good place. Uh, you know, we've really done a lot of work to sort of get on the right path. Uh, we're financially in a better place with the passage of a referendum back in November of 2022 that gave us some additional resources to accomplish our mission. Um, I think there are a lot of worthy people out there um, for the job. But I think uh, whoever it is, it's important that that person understand uh, that this is uh, a part of a bigger a bigger world of nature here, and uh, that is super important to connect our local residents to nature, and that is something you have to continually do. If you don't do it, you lose those folks, and it's important that people feel connected, number one, because it's the right thing to do. Um, it's a quality of life issue, but also if people don't value the forest preserves, they they may not protect them in the future, and so it's important for all of those reasons to make sure that we're connecting, and I think... Um, it's important to have vision for this job, and it's important to, to continue to have partnerships and, and have a really good team, which we have a wonderful team right now. At the yeah. Reserves. Well, before I let you go, that next chapter you teased earlier, yes. tell, tell us what, what's next, because you're starting a new position. Soon. I'm starting a new position next week. Uh, I will be the, the new executive director of the Gaylord and Dorothy Donnelly Foundation, and uh, that foundation 
Uh, it's been around since the early 50s and uh, does three core things. It funds, um, it funds uh, organizations that are in the conservation world and helps with conservation efforts and has been part of things big and small with respect to conservation both here and in South Carolina, in Charleston, South Carolina, in the low country. Um, but we also will be funding arts organizations, uh, large and small as well, mm -hmm. um, to help get them started or to fund things that they may have challenges getting funded other places. And then there's also a piece that really deals with collections or sort of telling the story of underrepresented groups, both here in South Carolina, and helping to protect those those that historical context and information for folks. So it's a great okay. opportunity. Yeah, very interesting. It keeps me in the conservation world a little bit as well, yeah. which is important to me. Um, but uh, gives me some opportunities to try something different. Yeah. Arnold Randall is the general superintendent at the Forest Preserve District of Cook County until Tuesday. Yes. Uh, so thank you so much for, for taking the time to look back with us on your time leading the district. And congrats again on new beginnings. Thank you so much.